Welcome back to Like a Bigfoot Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward, uh, and I am a couple hours away from leaving my comfort zone of Arvada, Colorado, and heading to the unknown for me, uh, heading to the Atacama Desert um, to participate in an expedition uh, where we're going to cross the desert from east to west over uh, a handful of days. In fact, when you're listening or whenever I release this episode, we will actually already be down there um, and we'll be on, if you listen to it the day this comes out, we'll be on the very first day of our expedition. Um, and you can kind of follow along, I'm sure, uh, if you follow Ray Zahab, Capic uh, One Expeditions, um, which I'm pretty sure I mispronounced in the episode here. And what you're going to hear in the episode is I'm going to sit down with my good friend, Phil Pinty who is meeting me down there and joining the this expedition. Um, and we're just going to kind of talk about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and things like this. And I think <laughs> what's going to come across is a mixture of excitement and nervousness. Uh, I really was very open about how I was feeling. Um, just in general you know, having gone through the last, you know, probably four or five months, um, just where, where my headspace has been at recently, which I think people can probably relate to, um, because I just feel like I'm a very busy, busy guy, you know, and I feel like I have a lot of responsibilities and I feel like I have a lot of joy and a lot of things to be grateful in my life and all of that. Um, and I feel very satisfied and very comfortable with my everyday life and my everyday existence. Uh, but, uh, but there's also this part of me that's seeking an adventure. It's seeking like a big time out of my comfort zone experience because I'm curious about what I'm going to learn. You know, I'm always curious when I leave for something whether it's travel or whether it's an endurance race or, you know, even just going out into the mountains, I'm always curious how I'm going to come back. You know, what will have changed? What way will I perceive the world differently? And and it's always interesting because sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I always come back with a unique perspective. And I'm really excited. I think that's the thing about adventure that draws me in. Uh, when I did my core values, uh, act like a little core values activity, adventure was my third core value. And I'm trying to kind of balance that with also the other things I value in life, which is being dad and being family man and, you know, having this, existence where I get to show up and I get to have these human interactions every single day um, with my own kids, with my friends and family and my wife and my students. And, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make that experience as good as I possibly can. And I think for me to show up as the best version of me, which is kind of what I'm striving for, like I need to have a big adventure you know, and then if you add in this into this mixture of I've been doing this podcast for seven years now and I've talked to all these folks who have done all these amazing things and it always captures my imagination. Even to this day, even after I've had, you know, countless hours of conversation with people who have been all around the world, it captures my imagination because I haven't been all the way around the world. I haven't seen all of these parts. I'm not like a very experienced traveler. And so I want to experience these big things. Um, and I think I just started thinking about this. So basically I signed up for this event. I interviewed Ray Zahab. We'll get into it in the podcast. Uh, Ray's an awesome guy. I've loved getting to know him over the years doing this podcast and chatting with him. But I 
I look up to the guy for the big things he has fearlessly taken on, you know? And that doesn't mean he probably, he probably had times where he was intimidated. Um, but fearlessness to me is doing something even if you're intimidated, you know? And, and I've always admired that and looked up to him. And when he's talking about his expeditions on the last time we did the podcast together, I was like, man, I want to do one of these things. Like I want to ex- have an experience like Ray would have, you know, and I want to go with like a person who is, you know, knowledgeable and, and understands how to do these things safely and successfully um, and all of that. And, and so I signed up and I didn't really give two thoughts. Like I never put into words why I signed up and why I wanted to do this. And I think I signed up and something deep down, something like spiritually was making me want to have a big adventure and want to see a part of the world I've never seen before, experienced before. And, but then I got so busy, I never actually got to work that out and figure that out. Do you know what I mean? Like, something deep in my core was like, I have to do this, but I never took time to put it into words just because of how, how life is, you know, for us busy folks. And I'm leaving for my flight in two hours and I haven't, I hadn't really put thoughts down on paper until I wrote my kids and my wife, just some cards and um, some stuff, you know, leaving them some words of wisdom from dad for the next two weeks and things like that. Um, and I think at least right now, as I'm getting ready to go, I think for me, one of the main reasons, and you'll hear Phil and I try to work all this stuff out as we're talking and, and all of this, which is kind of funny. And you can see my anxiety and my, and my nervousness. It shines through. I'll, I'll probably never listen to this episode again because I'll be too embarrassed. But, uh, but I think just to be really incredibly open with you all right now, um, I'm an optimist just by nature and by heart. And my optimism has always been a part of me that has really shined through and it comes out as enthusiasm a lot of times uh overly enthusiastic at times for sure um but i have that optimism it's a it's important to me it always has been i've always been someone who who has presumes the positive you know um and i think what happens I'm trying to navigate this whole like getting older kind of deal, right? And um, I think what happens is as you learn more and more, whatever, as you're just, as you age, the cynicism can come in. And I've always thought that is difficult and I can feel it creeping in at times and I don't like it. It feels icky to me. I'm like, ugh, cynicism, blah. Um, but I think that's something that happens as a person ages and it's something that I want to actively rebel against and I want to actively fight against because I know, I know, I know that the world is a beautiful place and I know that people are good, but it's easy to get swept down that rabbit hole of cynicism and that momentum that ha- that can happen through that. And I think travel can knock you out of that momentum, right? And I think what I want to see is I want to see beautiful places around the world and I want to witness the commonalities amongst humans, uh, which is, you know, niceness and love and goodness and all that stuff. And I want to witness that. You know, I've done a lot of hearing about it on the podcast and I've witnessed it obviously throughout my life, you know, but I do feel like I need these reminders every so often. And I think that's why the trip is important to me. I want to experience it. And maybe I'm, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm setting this trip way up on a pedestal, you know, um, 
So trip, you got a lot on your plate right now. You you know, you better live up to it. Uh that kind of thing, but but I think that's why it's important to me. If I had to try to put it into words and it's hard like to put these feelings into words, but I think that's it. Like I'm an optimistic person and at times life can beat you down for various reasons and these these stresses can become overwhelming at times and sometimes the stresses are so little but but when it happens it blocks your view it kind of blurs up your vision on how beautiful and wonderful your life is in the day-to-day moments you know these little things that you can experience every day that you take for granted and i think when you travel and you have big experiences it can open your eyes to to the little things that bring you joy every single day and and i'm excited i'm really really excited to come back and you know have a different perspective and a different appreciation for those things and i think it makes me a better person um so yeah, so that's kind of the thing. We're going to go down to Chile. Let's do it. We're going to go to the Atacama Desert. We're going to trek through it. We're going to run through it. We're going to meet a bunch of really cool people and get to experience like a really cool place and and be outside of our comfort zones. And we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, I think uh, podcast wise, there won't be a podcast next week. I'll still be down there. Um when I get back, uh, it might be a few weeks till I put together kind of my thoughts on the whole trip and the experience and what it was like and all of that. But uh, eventually, um, y'all will hear how this goes. So I'm so excited for it. I'm super honored and grateful for being able to do this. Like what a privilege, privilege it is and what a privileged life is. So uh Let's get into it. This is an interesting episode. <laughs> this should just be called Chris has anxieties. Phil uh, helps him work through anxieties. I don't know. That's a terrible title. We should change the title. All right, let's get into it. This is like a Bigfoot podcast uh, with Phil Pinty. All right, Phil, uh, can you say your full name so I can? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. That's how I usually start my podcast with people yeah. because yeah. I don't want to mess up names, but you've been on quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a few times. All right. So today we have Phil Pintai on the podcast and, uh, oh, <laughs> that's not how I'm starting. That's not, no. that's not no. how we're going to start. I mean, we can, we can do whatever you want. We can start the last, the last podcast we had, we, we made a, a pack that we wouldn't mention desert rats. We wouldn't mention Macho Man. Uh, uh-huh. I think we're gonna we're gonna hit on all those things today. So. Okay. Well, I'm gonna mention Macho Man right off the bat, so we'll just start okay. here. Um, all right. All right. Welcome to Like a Bigfoot Podcast. Uh, I'm your host Chris Ward. Today we have a very special episode with a very special guy, Phil Pinty. Uh, he's been on the podcast quite a bit. Um, and he's an amazing human being. And I get the lovely opportunity of going on an adventure across the world with you, uh, in a short few days from, from now when we record this. So yeah, man, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for having me. Did that sound authentic? Like when I was like, he's a lovely human being. (laughs) Didn't sound authentic. Yeah. You always sound authentic, Chris. Okay. You're an authentic kind of guy. <laughs> Cause today, like at my last, so my last period of teaching, I have like a planning period and mm-hmm. there's like an audio visual class at school and these eighth graders came in and they interviewed me about my leadership class. And it was just so funny because I'm like, I sound, you know, when you see someone who's like not giving a great interview who sounds like very uncomfortable that's how i sounded guaranteed okay yeah Yeah. so i was just wondering if that's bleeding through into the podcast now you know no not at all okay awesome well phil welcome back so can you kind of give everybody an idea of like what the heck we're doing and by everybody i mean me basically tell me what we're doing you know and why we're doing it 
because uh, I'm very nervous right now. And uh, yeah, you're going to make me feel better about this whole thing. Okay, so I was actually hoping that you could brief me on what we're gonna <laughs> what we're about to embark on. Um, I mean, I can I, I will say uh, you and I are are gearing up right now to embark on an expedition to get ourselves across the Atacama Desert in the country of Chile. Yes, in the continent of South America, um, in a few short days. So, um, Ray Zahab, um, is a gentleman that I think you've had on the podcast a few times, but yeah. he has a charity, not a charity, a nonprofit that, um, I think it's a wonderful, amazing thing that he does, but it's called impossible to possible. And it's about getting people outside of their comfort zones and getting them to learn navigation and learning about um the bio environment of the areas that they're traversing and all these things and we are going to be going out on one of his expeditions yeah and i know the impossible the possible thing like specifically i think that one's the one that's geared towards like the high school um leaders and then they kind of like put in a curriculum out to schools all over all over the world and whatnot um we're doing <clears throat> something and it's through oh, i'm gonna mess this name up we're gonna have to <laughs> we'll we'll come back and do the the podcast at the end but um k peak uh one expeditions um and that's kind of raised kind of other thing where he's taking you know adults and stuff like that on these expeditions and whatnot so so mm -hmm. yeah, man somehow we got ourselves into this and i think what happened was i had interviewed ray um about a half a year ago and he was talking about these expeditions and what his company does and all these cool things that he's that he's doing. And I really look up to that guy and I really admire him. And uh, after interviewing him, I was trying to figure out like, what's the next event I wanna take on or train for or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And the thing that sounded the most interesting to me was one of these expeditions, like a multi-day adventure where I'm way outside my comfort zone in so many ways. And uh, I get to see like a whole brand new area of the world and be and do it with really amazing people and and getting to go down with you and and getting to meet other folks who are going to be with us like that kind of thing sounded really appealing to me like, you know, being able to spend a week with a group of of other people who are probably stepping outside their comfort zones, you know, and mm -hmm. and and just like the excitement for me is like what am I going to learn from everybody? What am, how am I going to change over this, over this week and a half, you know, in South America? Like what kind of stuff will I, will I be able to bring back, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of like how this whole th idea started. Um, and, and, uh, <laughs> Wait, without, without getting too deep in the woods, yeah. uh, did he, did Ray like propose something to you? Did you did you know that Ray was going to be doing one of these expeditions? Like how how did that whole thing start? Yeah, I knew he was going to be doing some expeditions this year, and I remember he was talking about one because he had he did this really cool one to Baffin Island uh, in Canada, which is really cold and you know and awesome. And I don't know, look up Baffin Island, dude. It's it'll mm. blow your mind. But uh, mm. he did that one. And I think once we stopped recording the podcast, I was just kind of like, I'm really interested in doing one of these things with you. Like, I mm -hmm. really would enjoy and appreciate getting to go on like a major adventure like this. Uh, and, you know, he's like the most positive, supportive human being, uh, you know, that... <laughs> one of the like he's absolutely amazing so he's like let's make this happen and like you know all psyched up about it so so yeah, yeah i think that's kind of like how it started the thing that's crazy to me right now is we're talking and in like four or five days i'm gonna be on my flight to going down to chile where i'm gonna meet you down there and mm -hmm. that's crazy to me because it's been an idea um for the last six months but really if we can go deeper but Really, it's been an idea for probably like six or seven years now to do something like this for mm -hmm. me. Um, mm -hmm. 
And now to be only a few days out is exciting, but intimidating and nerve wracking and like all of the things, dude, all the waves of emotions, you know? Yeah. There, there are so many things. There are so many layers to this onion that I want to get into. And uh, I know we had promised each other on a previous podcast, you know, we wouldn't talk about desert rats or any of that type of thing. But the, the fact that you and Paul and myself met at desert rats 2018 and, um, to embark on something like this with you again now in 2023 like it's just so amazing it's it's not to me i don't i don't want to take anything away from this expedition but it like it parallels the growth and the knowledge and the learning and the healing and the the everything that's happened in like my day to day um with our friendship and everything like that so it's like it's power it's powerful on like multiple levels yeah. and I'm, I'm just very i haven't you know when when i came out to colorado uh back in the springtime and we were going to do the desert rats um the ultra yeah uh, by utmb and that thing got got kanked and we had to do the 50k you know you and i were we were preparing ourselves for the 100k and and plans changed and all those things but we were joking around then we kind of needed that that next thing and i really feel I think at that point it was probably in your wheelhouse, but I, I don't think at that point I knew um, that this is something we'd be doing. I, I don't know. I, I might be a little yeah. foggy there, but I, I'm just, um, I think, I think ultimately what I'm trying to say is I think it's really important for people out there to do something outside of your comfort zone. And, and that could be anything. It could be um, there. There's people when they hear that I do the running and stuff like that, like they, they go and and walk for 30 minutes or something, or they um, sign up for a course at the YMCA. They they do something they they haven't done before, a yoga class or something. And it's just, I feel like that instinct that we all have is just such a powerful thing because it's kind of like once the dominoes start falling, there's there's no stopping that. Like like once you propose this thing to me and you said you know this is this is something we're going to be doing, you know, do you think you'd be interested? It's like, once you start the preparation and you say, yes, th there's kind of no stopping that. And I just think that in itself is like, you know, there's an old adage, um, some, some quote about marathon running that the marathon starts like when you begin your training. Yeah. And by the time it's go time, like, you're prepared like the, the the marathon itself is like a celebratory parade because you've done all the legwork leading up to it and i i just think it's I, I i this feeling has me a little anxious has me a little unnerved has me a little am i prepared but i think i think that it's a healthy thing and i think more and more people need to put themselves in that kind of situation yeah yeah man well to speak to like the comfort zone kind of idea um I think where I'm at, I'm in a really, it feels like a different season of life for me over the last few months, I'd say. And I think part of that is, um, is just the, I've talked about it before about just feeling really busy. Like I'm a dad, I'm a, I'm a teacher, I'm a husband. Like I have all sorts of responsibilities and hats to put on and, and whatnot. And and I, I love all of those roles, you know, like I'm very passionate about every, all of those things, being a dad, being a teacher, um, being whatever I am in, in quote unquote regular life. Right. Um, but I also have this hat that's like adventurous and this hat that's like very curious about these big things that people do, you know, like I started the podcast, you know, about. I don't even remember now, like six or seven years ago at this point. And I've got to talk to such a wide variety of people with experiences, you know, and their experiences a lot of times are like these big major experiences um, that are inspiring to me, you know, and at times I do feel like, you know, and I know like I, I guess this is a total self-perception thing. But at times I do feel like I'm regular Joe suburban dad 
taking his kids to hockey practice and basketball practice, you know, which is great. And I love those things. Like we just had our first hockey tournament last weekend and we had a blast, dude. It was the whole family. Like we loved it. Um, so I do love those things, but when I'm sometimes when I'm talking to amazing adventurers, like I, I do feel like, oh, I'm just regular old dude in my basement with my cow picture right now. You know, like you mm -hmm. can see this, do you see this amazing cow picture? Yeah, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm hearing about people, you know, doing these things like going to Antarctica and like climbing all these giant mountains and all this stuff in it's always been a part of me. Like one of the hats has always been like, I want to see myself as a person who is comfortable going outside his comfort zone, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's times where I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying the comfort zone right now. You know, like I'm, this is where I'm comfortable at. And, and so and also just as a side note, Ray was always a person who was on my like dream guest list from like day one of doing the podcast. And it took me like five years to even to get the guts to be like, hey, man, do you want to talk about cool stuff? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and uh, and so I'm like, I kind of wanted to like, I think saying something for me is important. Like if I say adventure is important to me and travel is important and big experiences is important like saying it is one thing but then actually going and doing it is a complete other thing you know what i mean and for me that's what at least right now before we take off is it's that that thing where i'm like i think that's my why as of right now obviously we're gonna find a different why we did it while we're down there but for right now for me it's it's i want to do i want to do one of these things you know mm -hmm. like i want to go and i don't know i want to go to a different continent and i want to be in the desert you know where it's silent and just quiet and i'm in the wilderness you know with i don't know so that's kind of what it means to me and that's kind of i think the thing that sparked my flame on being inspired by or to actually sign up i guess you know what i mean mm. well you i i am absolutely picking up what you're putting down but but you're <laughs> saying how you're just this like regular regular schmo you know you're a, a father and a husband and a teacher and uh but but through your passion through your podcast through your adventures it's it's opened up these opportunities it's opened up these doors to to speak to these people and it's it's like you i i've told you this before but like you put these things you you've done the legwork and you put yourself into these opportunities to like make make it happen put it into fruition and you know i don't mean to just tap onto like a, a something that's just like happened or just occurred but like you know harvey lewis at, at Big's Backyard Ultra. Crazy, I, I think dude. I, I think he's like a middle school teacher, like just like yourself or something. Like he's like a teacher. He's just like a regular. He's not a professional. I mean, he absolutely is, but I'm just saying he's got a, a nine to five job and yeah. he's got a family and he's got these commitments and all these things. But like, I think what's so empowering and so beautiful and so amazing about a story like that is especially in an event like a Biggs Backyard Ultra or a 12-hour endurance race or something like that. I'm so drawn to those kinds of races because it really doesn't matter what your uh, what your mile time is or how fast you can run a marathon. Like when it's 80 degrees outside and it's hot and it's humid and people are dropping and stuff like that, like how how long can you go? How far can you push yourself? What are the limits and the same thing with like a Courtney Dewalter or, or any of those, any of these like just crazy, insane ultra runners. Um, at the end of the day, aren't we all human? Like, don't we all just put our pants on one leg at a time? It doesn't matter what your education level is or what part of the, the continental United States you're from. Like, what are the limits to human potential and human determination? And the odds or the adversity that you face on the obstacle course or in life. Like I, it's just, I, this, all of this, I, I love and I dig all of this. And 
it doesn't surprise me that you're you're questioning kind of you know not necessarily like do i have the metal but like do because i i i feel that an awful lot i think that's a part of the human experience of um you know imposter syndrome or like do i belong here like chris you you belong here dude everyone you're talking to like every every opportunity you have you've set yourself up for that and you are like the hardest working person that i know and it's it's just when you say those things i want to be the mirror to reflect back at you that i feel the exact same way yeah and you make me feel like such a special such a special human being and like this great runner and stuff. And I'm just like some random, some random dude, but well, like I, you, yeah. you belong here, man. You know? No. And I know, I know that, you know, it's, it's just been, you know, like I said, so when I'm teaching, I'm fully in to that mode and I love it. And it's something I appreciate and enjoy and find very meaningful and worthwhile, you know, but because that is a major part of my day, you know, like I'm choosing that as my career and I love it so much, but that means I'm not choosing all of like all these thousands of other things, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's hard, it's always hard this time of year for me, just in general, is the change of a pace because when i'm in some in summer mode i'm outside like 24 7. uh you know i'm always outside exploring or in my yard you know i'm just enjoying like i i enjoy the feel of like the wind on my face and the sun bearing down on me and all that stuff right um and then i go to teaching mode where it has a lot of stuff that i enjoy the interactions with people and and all that but I'm like in this little tiny square inside the whole entire day, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like that does always mess with my emotions and mess with my mind, especially, you know, right now in October where it's dark, like I wake up and it's dark and um, I do my run in the dark and then it like that always kind of messes with me. So that might be part of like where I'm at right now in my head. Um, mm -hmm. But also, you know how it is, man, like, you know, you, we, we want to be the best dads ever. And when I'm in dad mode, there's a whole bunch I love about that too. Like even just now, like I picked my daughter up from daycare and she's riding her little bicycle and she runs up to me smiling. And I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my life right now. Like mm -hmm. guaranteed, this is right now, this is the greatest moment of my life. And, mm -hmm. um, but with dad and trying to be the best dad you can be, it just gets really busy, you know? And mm -hmm. I think it's just mm -hmm. that constant busyness of, you know, driving them to places and, and all that, like giving them the opportunities to do these really cool things and have these great experiences. It's just, you know, that takes up time, you know? Like it's the mm -hmm. whole like idea of like, you know, you're choosing this thing and, that means you're not choosing other things and a lot of times mm. that's great but for me personally and and i know myself at at this point a little bit and i'm like man i also need those moments of adventure and those moments to just slow down and pause life and experience it in a completely different way you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know i guess that kind of like somewhat you know describes like just where i'm at you know in general in my head and mm -hmm. i'm really looking forward to just being in the desert honestly and being mm -hmm. in a desert where there's just nothing on the to-do list i think that's healthy to do you know at once in a while it's healthy to just take everything off the to-do list for a little bit yeah you know i i'm I absolutely agree. I mean, I'm speaking that, to you and yeah, you're running the whole shebang over there. You know what I mean? So running the whole shebang is shebang a thing. That's the is title. That that's the title of my next book. <laughs> running the <laughs> No. So anyone who will see that, like it's a, it's a Chris Ward, Phil Pinty tag team. Uh, uh -huh. will know that we have to incorporate some sort of song or playlist or movie or something like that. But this, this season of my life personally, 
And and I kind of am going to be attributing these songs and these feelings to the expedition that we're about to embark on. But uh, two songs that I does that mean like, you're going to be singing this whole time? I may, I may be singing, <laughs> and I may be singing uh, "Cheeseburger in Paradise" for our, our big our big man in the sky. Um, but two two songs I've had just, and I feel like they just like resonated to my core of what I've been kind of experiencing and going through and yeah. all these things. But the song Send Me On My Way by <laughs> Rusted Root, right? And I'm not talking like the Matilda soundtrack. I'm talking, but it is, it is on the, it's the closing credits, I believe. But uh, can I it's, say it's this a, real quick? Lindsay yeah, and I were listening to this in the car and I was yeah. like, this should be our karaoke song. You know, it's an amazing, <laughs> I always say, bumble <laughs> uh, but so it's a spirited anthem that speaks to the universal desire for adventure and exploration. The lyrics convey a sense of longing to embark on a new journey, leaving behind the mundane and embarking on the unknown. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> is this everything I've ever been like the whole desert rats thing and now this thing? But hold on, we're going to switch gears a little bit. I got another one lined up. Okay. And the song Once in a Lifetime by the talking heads. Now, songfacts.com states that this song deals with the futility of not being happy with the things that you have. Like trying to remove the water at the bottom of the ocean, there's no way to stop life from moving on, right? Like you replace water, water is just gonna replace. And I think these two songs compare and contrast by saying that I think it's okay in life sometimes to take a reprieve from the daily, from the mundane and explore and, and open your eyes and see the horizon from a different point of view. We were, I, we were telling Penelope and Nolan today that I'm going to be south of the equator uh, while we're running this thing in Chile and the sky, like the actual celestial sky that we'll yeah. be seeing We'll be under the same moon and everything like that, but the stars and the constellations and all these things, like it's, we're going to be completely in this different realm. And I always have to go back to this like hero's journey or like, but it's, it's, we have this constant day to day routine that we have the alarm clock set for the exact same day. Every day we go for our morning run, we come home, we get coffee, we get up, we get the kids up, we go off to school, we parade around all day and then but like you need to break in order all of those moments that you're experiencing with your daughters and your wife and i'm experiencing with my kids those are the most magical moments of they life are. yeah but sometimes in order to truly appreciate that you need to remove yourself from that script and and th those are the things we're going to remember. Like when we're away and we're missing our kiddos and everything like that. Like I, I went pumpkin picking today with the kids, and you know, after we're, we're taking the wheelbarrow up to the car and we're unloading the pumpkins, and like the kids just hug me and say like, "Thanks, Dad. It, it was so great," and all these things. And it's like one would just think, "Oh, this is just Dad doing his thing." But like while I'm away, like hearing their little voices and hearing the excitement and all those things, like life life can be whatever we choose it to be and it can be this rat race nine to five mundane losing ourselves in netflix and and cell phones and all those things but life happens whether we're present or we're not present and the fact that i have this opportunity to go on this expedition with you and with ray and to see it see the world from the other side and to look back with appreciation and grace and, and maybe give myself a little bit of grace when you're just rushing around from thing to thing to task to task. And you're not really just taking a deep breath and realizing that like you're alive and you're okay. And at the end of the day, everyone, everything's going to work out, you know? So, yeah. yeah, man. Well, I, like I said, even like last weekend, I'm sitting in my, just in my backyard and the trees are so pretty right now and all of that. And it's just like the best fall day ever. And I'm just watching my kids like swing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like you said, to the outside 
perspective, it might just be like, look, dad's do being dad, dad's doing dad stuff. But for us dads, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is the most meaningful moment in my life right now. Like it doesn't get better. It really doesn't. And, but you're right because those moments happen all the time, you know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when you have kids and you're watching them on their journeys and stuff, those moments are constantly happening and we're, and I'm speaking for everybody in humanity right now. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> We get so hung up on our own, like stuff, the own, like, uh, kind of, there's there's smart words. This is where Paul should have jumped in. Smart <laughs> words. Oh, like our own like tapestry, or I've heard it described as like the ticker at the bottom of like one of those terrible uh, 24-7 news sites mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. channels or whatever, where it's just constantly yeah, yeah. going. And we get so hung up on that that we miss like it feels like we miss like 99 point nine percent of those beautiful moments which is everyday life you know like well you're you're watching that you're watching that news ticker right we're watching the news ticker stop watching on on the news cycle right every every five minutes it's just breaking news breaking news breaking news and and our daily lives are just you're going from this little fire to that little fire to that little fire to that little fire meanwhile in your yard there's a little dandelion with the, the dandelion seeds, right? And the, the sun is just shining at the perfect angle. And you just, you as you're loading the stuff, you're unloading the groceries from the car, you just stomp right on the dandelion thing. And <laughs> this beautiful thing is smashed to smithereens. It's just like, we all just need a slow, like I, I'm no expert on anything, but I am open to the expi- expedition that we're about to embark on. And I'm, open to entrusting um Penelope and Nolan's care to be taken care of by by someone other than their dad and um to relinquish control over what I think I have in my day-to-day or in my job or like life life just goes on it it goes on and the beat goes on and the beat goes no um it's just we the thing that we choose to keep replaying or the thing that we think is our fault or our flaw or our imperfection, or sometimes you just need to like turn the kaleidoscope like a quarter of a turn and everything just becomes crystal clear. Like you don't, you know, when I was in college and I'd have to write a big like research paper or something like that, um, where where the kiddos are at in school right now it's like they're they're getting they're doing their papers and they do the first draft and they don't understand why they have to turn the first draft in to get the feedback to get the critique to get it back to do a second draft to do a third draft to do a fourth draft you have to like take a reprieve from life because you're not going to get it right on the first edition and sometimes whether it's the people around us our peers leaders uh spiritual leaders work leaders community leaders whatever like sometimes we're just so blinded by just the daily grind that we don't understand that there's people all around us that in their own little ways like maybe want to bring out a little bit better in us you know it, it could be the the greeter at the gym or it could be the the person working at the library or something like that. Like they just, these folks that are involved in like community outreach and human resources and like, that's their job. It doesn't even have to be that person. It could be the the person, the aftercare caretaker when you pick up your kids after school, or it could be an email between a teacher and a parent. And, and really all that's meant by that email is to say, like, I see the, 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 ability and capability and i see the strengths in your student if we could just tweak these little things like the outcome could be completely different maybe they're just looking for attention or maybe they're insecure about this one little thing if we just tweak it you know it's just we're all human we're like the things that we're all going through are all our experiences we all have and to be lost in a desert with you and ray and these other folks like 
maybe the things that we think are our flaws are our biggest strengths, you know? So, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I love that. So we're trying to set up a city slicker situation here, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Five years in the like, making. Yeah. I'm going to come back to Lindsay. I've had like a sexy beard, you know, <laughs> on the adventure. See, look, yeah. dude, I'm trying to grow it out. It doesn't grow all the way. I'm trying to yeah. grow it out. So I'll have like, I'll grow a sexy beard. Right? Are you, you're not cutting it or anything before you go on the trip? No, man. I got to Billy Crystal it up and grow okay, a sexy right. beard. Because Billy Crystal, yeah, yeah. as we all know, is a smoke show with a beard. <laughs> and as soon as he shaves it, he's back to being like a two. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm yeah, like, dude, yeah. that is a swing. That is a crazy swing in how attractive Billy Crystal is. <laughs> Whether he yeah. has a beard or not. Anywho, yeah. so I show right. back up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay's at the airport to pick me up. I have shaved the beard at this point. No one mm -hmm. knows why because it looked awesome. But I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. whatever. And I walk out. Somehow I have a cow. You know, I'm going to have a yeah, cow. Yeah, a little, a little baby, baby little cow. little baby cow. Mm -hmm. And she'll be cool with it because Billy Crystal's wife was totally cool with it in that movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just walk up to her. And be like, look what I found. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna smile. Did you think that's gonna happen? That's what we're setting up, correct? I, I, well, I think the greatest moral of the story is <laughs> it has nothing to do with a baby cow. It didn't have anything. To I think. Do with I think it cow. has to do with like, like your heart. You know, <laughs> like because before it was all about like what was his job? It was about like selling like airtime on like he a radio did like, station uh, or something. Didn't he do jingles? You know. Like for something like that. I think yeah, he for sold like time for people to like do jingles. Yeah. 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 And then I don't know. Back with a cow. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was thinking about this because I was thinking about city slickers because you mentioned it the other day. Mm -hmm. And so just to speak to the busyness of life and why city slickers is an awesome movie. There's the great scene where uh, Curly is telling him about the one thing and he's trying to tell him about the meaning of life. Mm. And he's like, it's one thing. And Billy yeah. Crystal's like, what's that? And then he's like, that's for you to find out. And you're yeah. like, whoa, that was yeah. deep. But then yeah. I was like, I wonder if these adventures that we take on or other people take on or Billy Crystal takes on is the idea of there's so many things going on. It's really hard to find that one thing like that really that thing that is the most important thing or or like you said like you need that break for a second to just appreciate and realize the things that actually are the one thing like the, <laughs> the thing that is bringing you meaning and joy and things that you're finding in life and stuff like that mm. you know what i mean hmm do I sound mopey, Phil? I no, no, no. It's it's powerful that you're bringing that up because I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't want to make it. I mean, you're asking me, kind of, but like, I didn't want to make it personal or about me. But I'll make it. I mean, yeah. No, right, right now, there, it, it just feels like all these worlds are colliding. So we are speaking right now on Thursday, and yes. this weekend, up in my hometown, up in Reading, Pennsylvania, is going to be a screening of the documentary that we both worked oh, yeah. on a long it's way the from last. Nowhere the last the last screen. official you're, you're bringing screening. it home bringing it home and i'm actually bringing it's like a pun because I'm oh yeah like really bringing it home it's your hometown um it's my hometown so the screening and and also to have this thing because i can't not bring up full circle but i brought up the wizard of oz before so no shit i'm not even making this up pardon my language uh but uh three o'clock on saturday in reading pennsylvania there's going to be a screening in a in a legit movie theater an imax i believe the Wizard of Oz at three o'clock. Then at six, six thirty, they're going to be doing the inspirational sports block. And that's where a long way from nowhere is. Okay. So I'm going to be in home. I'm going to be at Reading, seeing a long way from nowhere, hopefully with, with, you know, friends and family in the hometown crowd Sunday morning in Washington, DC, I'm running the Marine Corps marathon 50 K. So we're going to be going from Reading, Pennsylvania to Washington, DC to run it. It's going to be like the seasonal temps are like people are freaking out on Facebook right now because here on the East Coast, like the starting temp of the Marine Corps Marathon is supposed to be like 62 degrees. That's a balmy start at 7 a.m. And the daytime temp is supposed to get up to like 75, 80, 80 degrees. So I'm going to run the 50K, not die. 
And then <laughs> on Monday morning, I'm flying out of B dubs at like 6 a.m. in the morning to embark on this journey to get myself to Chile somehow. So it's just like, and then not only that, but then on the back end of this expedition, I've registered for a 50K on the 11th of November or something. So it's like, I'm doing a 50K at the Marine Corps, running this expedition and then doing another 50K. It's bookmarked by 50Ks, but it's, okay, so you weren't necessarily asking me like, what's the why? But to me, no offense, it's not about the screening. It's not about the Marine Corps marathon. It's not even about the Chile expedition. Why are we doing every single day the things that we are doing? What is our meditation? What is the story we're telling ourselves? I don't mean to get too deep or anything like that, but like, are we a hero or are we a villain in our own story? What are we, what, what is Peter Parker's why? What is Bruce? Wayne's why what and it doesn't even need to be that level but like who are we in our own story we we get to decide what we are am I a little stressed out am I a little freaked out like, like all these things are happening at the same time absolutely but am I going to show up and I am I going to give it my best effort and am I going to I to me that you know this like running the Marine Corps Marathon and like what that race means and with the Marines and the spectators and being in the nation's capital like I get to be there. I get to be, it doesn't matter whether I finish first or I finish last. It, to me, it doesn't matter. It's just the act of showing up. And the fact that I'm speaking to you right now, after all these years and all these podcasts and cheers and tears and in-betweens and mountaintops and valleys. Like, and jeers. And jeers. I jeered you. <laughs> Every time you ran by, I booed and hissed. Yeah, life is full of cheers and tears and jeers. But what the, the over the, the years? Over the years. Oh, but what God. what do we do rough. with that? What do we do with it? It's it's up to us. And I just, dude, you are a powerhouse and you continually put these things together and you keep signing up for crazy things and doing crazy things, and I'll be right there alongside you. Because I'm I'm one of your biggest advocates and i appreciate you and i'm thankful for you even when i'm jeering you yeah even with the jeers i know i'm gonna tie your shoelaces together so when we start you're gonna fall on your face <laughs> please <laughs> please do <laughs> then we'll have some laughs over sodas sodas yeah sounds good yeah no uh, beers, dude I no I appreciate, I appreciate it man honestly i do yeah um and i yeah. appreciate the pep talk from phil pinty which I need and needed. Um, how are you feeling physically? You're a specimen, man. Can I just say that? Is that a compliment? I don't, I don't think so. What, what does that even mean? It means you're, you're freaking jacked and you're like in great shape and you're just looking good. That's what it means. Ooh, he's looking good. I don't, I don't know. I know somebody, somebody from work asked about like with all the running and all that stuff. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think it all comes down to, to genetics, but I seriously, when I, even when I'm doing like a lot of running, I won't step foot in the actual like physical gym for, for weeks and months and stuff. And it's like, I don't lose mass. I mean, I like to run and I like to eat and, um, I like to be on my feet, but, um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I mean, at the end of the day, our genetics are genetics and I can't make myself grow taller and I can't, um, there's things I can't do, but I just think like your will and your determination and stuff can sometimes offset some of our physical limitations, but I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm no expert. Yeah. I'm feeling beat up, man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I feel like this is my, <laughs> I feel like this is my Eeyore podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I mean, you're putting on a good. A good face. I mean, you don't even seem too mopey. No, the you idea is this. Here. The idea is this. This is episode one of the Expedition podcast, right? Okay. I start down here. I'm like, this is my energy level. This is my where I'm at, right? <laughs> yeah. By the end of it, I'm way up here with my smile and, you know, yeah. all that. That's the idea yeah. here, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
We're so setting up- low expectations, high high hopes, or something. It's not know. low. Like I'm just I'm starting. You know, like you you want the you want to grow through like one of these things and and through the story and whatnot. Yeah, I'm starting down here right now. This for whatever reason, but I'm beat up, man. Like I my, think this. Thing, I mean, honestly, hurts. honestly, the things you and I have like put ourselves through at least together like you better knock on wood right now because i you're gonna say it (laughs) no but like this this to me from what i from my understanding is it's not necessarily a a race or it's not a race no it's not a race it's i mean mean, it's still gonna be we're still gonna have to exert ourselves and it's gonna be absolutely challenging and all those things but um when it, I feel like when you know it's a when the when the clock starts and the clock stop, stops, you know, like when it's that kind of thing. Or I, I think a lot of the anxiety or stuff we may be feeling is just the logistics of like getting ourselves to just the start. You know, like you know how like if you if you're going home for like somebody's a buddy's wedding or something like that, like you're just like all antsy and all that, you're rushing around and everything. But like then once you're there, yeah, you're like the wedding's not for a day or two, but it's like you you got yourself there and you so. can settle and relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So you're saying I'm not going to be sore at all, correct? You you and I, no, you and I were talking like precast, and I I think a lot of times, not to get too hippy dippy or, or too deep, but when there's all these other things going on, yeah, in our brains and in our thoughts and all those things, like sometimes those things can manifest through like through aches and pains. I, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily like you're not prepared or you're injured or something like that. I mean, I mean, obviously you have to like treat them as such, but I, I've noticed kind of as we're getting older, if I may only speak for myself, like some of those worries and anxieties and stuff like that start manifest, you know, why do we wake up sometimes with like a crick in our neck or something? And it's like, I, I felt like I had a very peaceful sleep last night. Or, or my foot just hurts for some reason. I, yeah. I don't know why. So, I, yeah, I don't know. No, that makes but. sense, man. Mm. Well, I want to hear real quick Phil Pinty's kind of closing thoughts uh, on the expedition. And just to kind of – here's kind of how I'm thinking about, you know, obviously like doing the podcast along with what we're doing sort of. Mm-hmm. Um I talked to Ray. We thought it'd be cool to somehow record something while we're down there. It might not be like great audio quality or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, and then obviously when we get back, we'll do like like a little recap and kind of explain what the adventure was like and and all that stuff. Um, so that'll be super fun, dude. I'm I honestly, dude. I'm all of these things that I'm talking about. Like these are I definitely understand what you're saying. Like the nerves and the stress and all that stuff. I feel like that I'm just feeling that a lot this week, but you're 100% correct. As soon as I get on that plane and the trip has started and Mm -hmm. even man, like I'm going to pack my bag up this weekend. I feel like once my bags packed, my mindset will shift to just be like, here we go. And then I love something I love about adventure is just being, along for the ride and being in the moment and you're just like i'm just in the moment and whatever happens i'm cool with whatever happens you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. the like stressing about what could happen beforehand that's always the the crazy part you know Mm -hmm. i i may have i may have brought this up before and i apologize if i have i make a lot of music references and all those things um outcasts hit from the early 2000s miss jackson uh you can plan a pretty picnic but you can't predict the weather and another mantra that i've been holding on to is like ultimately it doesn't matter what happens uh our flight might get canceled they may lose our baggage uh whatever whatever it is you can't you can't you have no control over what happens just only what we do with what happens so ultimately you and i are going to get ourselves there we're going to experience this thing but like those things, these things that we experience in racing and the outdoors and in these adventures and with throwing ourselves, I brought, we brought this up on a previous podcast, but I feel like as we get older, we don't experience like those new experiences, uh, sending my children, putting, you know, when my kids sign up for a new sports league or summer camp or a new, Penelope went to middle school this year. And it's, when you're young, you're constantly evolving into these like new groups and 
that's kind of how you build your character because it's like, who are you over the course of who am I at faith formation and who am I at basketball and who am I in middle school? And that's where you really develop like who you are. And as we get older, like, I feel like that's why we're kind of feeling this anxiety because not only are we going to this new place, but we're going with all this whole group of like strangers and not like who, who do we show up as, but who do we become when we're in this environment? And I'm, I'm still like, I'm, I don't think it's like false motivation or I'm like trying to like gear myself up, but we've been waiting our whole lives for like the right here and the right now. And it's happening. And I, that song that I brought up earlier, like once in a lifetime, like I was talking with my girlfriend Kelly about it. And like, to me, this trip with you doing this thing, like it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Like if I was having any sort of reservations or anything like that, you know, that, that term gets thrown around an awful lot, but I mean, for you and I to get ourselves to South America, for you and I to run across the Atacama, for you and I to camp out once again in the wilderness and and learn these things from Ray and and navigate and discover and all these things like this is a once in a lifetime thing. And I'm just so honored to be going on it with you. And I, there's no it's OK to feel uneasy or, or unsure or is this the right thing right now? But I think when we're coming back from it and we're we're immersing ourselves back into reality, we're going to know 100% it was. So, Heck yeah, man. Dude, all right, let's go. Let's hop on. <laughs> Got your bags? Let's do they're, this. They're packed. Um, awesome, man. Well, I will see you in Chile. Yes, sir. That's crazy. I never thought I'd say that sentence to you, Phil. Red hot chili peppers. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you, dude. See you, dude. Alrighty, that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, like I said in the intro, we will not be doing an episode next week uh, because we will still be in South America. But the week after that, uh, we'll be back to regular scheduled uh, podcasts. And then at some point, we will have, we might even do an episode from the expedition itself. Uh, I've been talking to Ray about doing that and I might just record on my phone. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the audio works on that. Um, but it'll be super fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. You know, whenever you're planning something big, there's a mixture of nervousness and excitement. I feel like when I recorded with Phil, um, the nervousness was outweighing the excitement. And now that I've gotten a lot more ducks in a row, uh, and I've, I'm ready to go. I'm going in like an hour and a half. Um, I think the excitement is starting to outweigh the nervousness. So uh, it'll be awesome, man. I love I love going on a journey. I love going on a quest because sometimes you just let the wind take you where it is going and you need to stop just resisting and just ride it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm super, super excited. Uh, I think I was thinking a lot. Phil always, he texts this dude, emails and texts like, music quotes and songs and all this stuff uh, pretty regularly like at least once a week and I always appreciate it because uh, it always kind of shows me where his headspace is at and they range from being like you know super thought-provoking to being incredibly cheesy and awesome and so I wanted to share a quote on here that I've been thinking about a lot uh, and it's from what I consider to be the best written song of all time. Yes, I'm putting all of those uh, qualifiers on this song, uh, but it is Ripple by The Grateful Dead. And as I read the lyrics, like it just gives me chills. And I was trying to figure out why. And I think it's because it is a song that captures just what love is, like how love can affect people and ripple out and that feeling i don't know how to describe it like it just captures this feeling of of passion and being on the earth and doing your best and and finding and spreading goodness and and to me that's a core value that's one of my mission statements is to spread goodness and i feel like this song 
just freaking nails it, dude. Um, so you should turn the song on right now because I'm not gonna sing it because I am. I just don't have a. I don't have the voice that Jerry Garcia has. You know, like I can't sing this thing. Um, but I will say one of my favorite quotes, and the whole song is my favorite quote, by the way, the whole entire thing. Um, but when I think about this adventure and when I think about why people go and do these things and go travel and get outside, why people get outside their comfort zone, um, I think about this, this uh, part of the song. It just says, there is a road, no simple highway between the dawn and the dark of night. And if you go, no one may follow. That path is for your steps alone. And to me, that nails it. We're all, we're all trying to walk this road between dawn and the dark of night. And you just got to go do it. You got to go explore. You got to go find, figure out this life and this world for yourself. And no one else is going to do it. You have to do it. You have to get outside your comfort zone. And you have to figure that stuff out. Um, and it's scary at times and it can be intimidating. Um, but what you'll find along the way is you'll find that dawn, you'll find that love, you'll find that, that human spirit that is rippling through still water, even when there is no pebble tossed, you know? Um, and God, I love this world and I'm excited for this. So, uh, yeah. We'll leave it there. We'll get back to y'all in two, in a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, go adventuring.